take your Bible, if you will, and open up to the book of 1 John for just a few moments. The book of 1 John and chapter number 2. 1 John chapter number 2. What was about a week and a half ago, I preached a sermon about being unequally yoked. We talked a little bit about differing false religions and false alliances. We spoke a little bit about the Freemasons and several things like that. And I want to answer a question here that First John answers for us, and it is the question of can a Christian, a true believer, can he be in a false religion or in a heretical organization? Can a Christian remain in an organization or in a religion that is fundamentally has the gospel wrong? You could say it this way, can Roman Catholics be saved? Rome gets the gospel wrong. We fundamentally disagree with them on core elements of how to be right with God. Can a person that's a Roman Catholic be saved? Could a Mormon be saved? And I would say to you, yes, they can be, but they won't stay in those organizations. And that's what 1 John wants to tell us here. Look at what John says. We'll just read a couple verses and I'll give you the context. Look in verse 26 and 27. 1 John 2. John says, I write these things to you about those who are trying to deceive you. Look at verse 27. But the anointing that you receive from Him abides in you, and you have no need that anyone should teach you, but as His anointing teaches you about everything, and is true and is no lie, just as it has taught you, abide in Him. Now here in this section... John is telling us about Antichrist. And he gives us some marks of Antichrist or of false believers, or you could even apply it to apostates. And he says that there's many Antichrists in verse 18 that's come come out into the world. And in verse 19, it says that they went out from us because they were not really of us. So a mark of Antichrist or a mark of a false believer is that they abandoned the fellowship. That's one of the marks of of an antichrist or of a false believer. They go out from the truth. They leave the church. They go out from the place where the doctrine is healthy, where the doctrine is correct. They go out. But in verse 20, look at what he says in contrast, talking about believers. But you have been anointed by the Holy One, and and you all have knowledge. Verse 21, I write to you not because you don't know the truth, but because you know it and no lie is of the truth. So here a Christian, it is impossible for a Christian to be deceived. A Christian can't be deceived. It's impossible because a Christian has come to know fundamental truth. The Christian has the truth given to him by the Holy One and this the Christian in contrast to the Antichrist, has all knowledge. The Holy Spirit is going to lead us into orthodoxy, you could say. The Holy Spirit does not leave you in error or heresy. He doesn't leave you there. So in other words, you're going to be a Baptist. Amen? I'm just kidding. I had to say it. No, in all seriousness... What we're talking about with all knowledge are things necessary to be saved. These are the things that a Christian cannot deny, will not deny. You could affirm a Presbyterian, R.C. Sproul, 
would go to a different church than we do, have different practices, but he has the gospel right. He has fundamental things right. One of those fundamental things is here, and look at what John says in verse 22. Who is the liar? Watch, but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ. This is Antichrist. He who denies the Father and the Son. Verse 23. No one who denies the Son has the Father. If you get Jesus wrong, you don't know God. If you say that Jesus is a created being, if you say He's an angel that turned into a man, if you say that He's the spirit brother of Satan, if you say that He's the spirit brother of Adam, if you say that about Jesus, you don't know God. You can't deny the Son and know God. This is a fundamental core tenet of what it means to be a Christian. And the Holy Spirit will not allow you to stay in a place with people that are trying to deceive you. And that's where verse 26 is getting to. I write these things about those who are trying to deceive you. There are false teachers out there who want you to believe contrary to the fundamental doctrine that you've been taught. They want to teach a different Jesus, a different gospel rather than faith alone. And about these that are trying to deceive you, John says, I'm writing about these people, but the anointing that you've received from Him abides in you. Now in 2 Corinthians 1, verse 21 to 22, what you have there is the anointing being connected with the giving of the Holy Spirit. So to be anointed means to receive the Holy Spirit. This is what it means. Every Christian has received the Holy Spirit. This is what John is saying. The anointing that you've received abides where? In you. The Holy Spirit dwells in the believer. And you have, watch, no need that anyone should teach you. You don't need to listen to false teachers. You don't need human wisdom. And in fact, if someone tries to deceive you, the Holy Spirit starts to alert you. That's a lie. Get away from that. The Spirit leads you away from people trying to deceive you about a false Christ or a false gospel. So while a Roman Catholic may truly come to faith in Jesus, apart from Mary and treasury of merit and the Mass and all of that idolatry, someone may truly trust in Jesus. And if they do, the Holy Spirit starts to teach them and will lead them outside of false teaching. This is what he's saying. His anointing, look at it, teaches you about everything and it's true and is no lie. Just as it is taught you, abide in Him. This anointing is the teaching ministry of the Holy Spirit. This is the illumination of the Spirit to fundamental things you can't get wrong and be a Christian. You have to get certain things right. One of those is who Jesus is. That's in connection here. And those trying to deceive you, they're not going to be able to. Why? Because the Spirit's going to lead you out of heresy and into proper Doctrine. He's going to lead you into a true knowledge of Jesus Christ. Listen to what Jesus said in John 14, 26. The Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I've said to you. He's talking to the apostles who are going to write the New Testament. The Spirit brings to their mind the things that Jesus has taught 
And so they pinned down the knowledge taught to them by the Holy Spirit. You've got the same anointing. And if someone comes to you with a different version of Jesus, you might not even know your Bible very well. But something in you is going to alert you that that's wrong, that's error, that's heresy. You can't believe that and be a Christian. Jesus said in John 8, if you don't believe that I am, you'll die in your sins. I am. Ego me. That's the name of God from Exodus 3. If you don't believe Jesus is Yahweh God in the flesh, you will die in your sins. The Holy Spirit won't let you deny Jesus. He causes you to persevere. What you have received, you will abide in. The Spirit causes this to happen. He does not lose you. God does not let His children believe error and heresy and be in false alliances. He doesn't allow it. The Spirit leads you out of those things eventually. Jesus also said in John 16, 13, When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all the truth. The Spirit will guide you into doctrinal clarity about fundamental things, primary issues that you cannot get wrong. Be a Christian. So someone who has the teaching of the Spirit abiding in them, they will believe in the resurrection. They will believe in one true and living God who's eternal from the, end, from the beginning to the end. They'll believe that Jesus Christ is God in the flesh as the Son. They will believe in a gospel by faith alone. They will believe in salvation that comes by God's grace alone. Paul says if there's a different gospel being taught to you, that person is cursed. And the word is damned. A person who's truly taught by the Spirit, this anointing will lead us into the truth and away from error. Isn't that wonderful to know that the Spirit is teaching you? The Spirit, you don't need me to teach you. You have the Holy Spirit. And John here, of course, is not denying that teaching is not accelerating that process. True teachers are given by Christ to the church to accelerate the process, you could say, of bringing you into the truth as we explain and exposit the Word of God that came from the Spirit of God. Amen? Amen. The Lord will protect you. So take joy in that today. Lord, thank You for the day that You've given to us. Thank You, Lord, for the promise that Your Spirit who has anointed us, the anointing that we've received that abides in us will lead us into truth. Thank You for guarding us, guarding Your children from sin and from error that will fundamentally damn their souls, Lord. Thank You for protecting us from believing lies that the enemy tries to sow, Lord. Thank You that the false teachers that are trying to deceive people The Christians, Lord, do not listen to them. 1 John 4 says we listen to the apostles. We listen to the revelation from You. We listen to Your Word. We have Your Spirit. You protect us. You guide us. You bring us into more and more truth as we grow. And You keep us. And You will present us one day blameless before Your throne. Thank You for these promises, Lord. Help us to rejoice and be glad and be thankful that the work of Your Spirit is alive and He is at work in our life to shape us, to conform us, Lord. You haven't left us alone. We have a helper. We have a comforter. We have a teacher. And it's the Holy Spirit. In His name, Lord, in Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.